Yuma Daf Ayin Zayin, we're starting five lines from the bottom of Ayin Vav Oven Beis. Yesterday we saw that Daniel, after Kirish stopped him from completing and continuing to build the base of Migdash, he fasted for three weeks, and the Pasuk over there said, Lechem Chamudus Le'echati, I didn't eat fine bread, Ubasu V'yayin Le'boel Pi, B'seich Le'sachti, and I refrained from eating meat or wine, and I also didn't smear myself with oils. And then the Pasuk says, Vayoyme Le'ai, the Malach came to Daniel and told him, Altir Daniel, don't fear, Kimene Yoyme Rishon Shem, from the first day that you started fasting and you started diving to Baruch Hu, your words were already heard. And Malchavriel continued and said, And I myself was able to come back in to the Mechitz of HaKadosh Baruch Hu because of your words and because of you. So the Gemara continues and says, What did it mean and what's the story that happened that he said, I came back because of your words? As Rashi says, I came back because of your words. At what point was Gabriel sent down and banished from in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore he had to come back in to get back into the Mechitza with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So the Gemara now will present a bunch of psukim that happened in Yechazkel and Perchas, and it will show how at one point Gabriel actually did something where he went against the words of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore he was banished from in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and this part of the story happened when Yechazkel actually lived in Bava, which was at the end of Bayez Rishon, and at that point in time, Klai saw were actually being Ibn Abidizara. So the Pasik says as, as follows Bishivan Ish Bizikta Basisol, there were seventy people from the Zikta Basisol, Vyazno Ben Shafan Ibn Batekam, and a person named Yazno Ben Shafan was actually standing amongst them. They were standing in front of Abidizara, the Ishmikatras Biadi Vaasa on a Kharis Ayla, and they actually each had a pan of Kharis in front of them, and the cloud of smoke from the Kharis was going up in front of them. And so we see from this Pasik, which is in Parakas, Pasikud Alf in Yhaskal, that we see that they were being Ibn Abidizara. And even though Yecheskel was actually in bubble at that time, the way he was actually able to see this was because a Malach took him within a dream and brought him to Yushlayim. And the Pasuk actually says beforehand in Parakas Pasuk Gimel, a fiery hand came out, and he pulled me by my hair, and he picked me up in the airspace between the Shmaim and the Arts, and the wind carried me to Yushlayim in a dream, and then I went to the end of the inner gate of the actual base of Mikdash that was towards the north. And we continue on that. And I saw over there that the Yidim was actually going and serving up the Zara, which is referred to the Kinah HaMakna, which means the pestle, the form that causes Kinah, which means that's that causes anger to HaKadosh Baruch Hu because it's actually over there. And then Nechesko Parachas Pasit Zion says, so the Pasuk says over there that I was actually in the base of Migdash and I saw there were 25 people that were the backs were towards the Kodesh Kedoshim and their faces were actually turned the opposite way towards the beginning and the front of the base of Migdash which is of course not properly done because you're supposed to be facing on Kodesh Baruch Hu, and they were bowing down towards the east towards the sun so we by the fact that it says in the Pasuk that they were facing towards the east, of course they were backs towards the Eichel Hashem, which is in the west. What is it teaching us? This Pasuk actually teaching us that these 25 people actually were revealing themselves in their back. And then they actually were going to the bathroom in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, towards the Kaddish Kedoshim. So therefore they were being mevazed the Kaddish Kedoshim and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So I'm like Kaddish Baruch Hu Michal. At this point, HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Michal, 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 your nation 
is the one that has just done terrible Averis. Now, why was it his nation? Because Michal is the Tsar of Yisrael. So Amal of Michal said back to Kajbaru, you write it to Rishayim, but they're also Tzadikim, and therefore we should save them because of the Tzadikim. Hashem said, and he served I'm still going to burn the Rishayim as well as destroy the Tzadikim. Now, the Taishan points out why the Tzadikim are going to be destroyed. As we learned in the Gemara, because they had the power to be Mecha and they were Mecha. Miad right away it says, they said to the person that was dressed in white linen cloths, and as Rashi points out, the Levush Abadim is referring to Gavriel. Come to the area of the Kisya Kavit and go and take by yourself a full handful of fiery coals from the Kruvim, and then you'll throw it on the city, referring to going and destroying Yerushalayim. And then it says in the Passover, and Gavriel came in front of Yecheskel, and Miyad, and instead of actually doing exactly as Akash Baruch who told him, Gavriel actually went and he went instead of going and placing his hands within the coals and taking them directly from the Kruvim, the Kruvim actually went and put them in their hands and then placed them in the hands of Gavriel and therefore they cooled them down a little bit. So if not for the fact that the Gachalim, these fiery coals, were able to cool down from the hands of the Kruv in order to go to the hands of Gavriel, and Gavriel didn't take them directly from the fire, then by the fact that it would have been thrown in Yishlaim, then the entire Klai Yisrael would have been destroyed completely. And then Gavriel came back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and said, I did exactly as you told me. So at this point was the exact moment that Gavriel was thrown out from behind the curtain and was banished from the area of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Not only that, they actually hit him with 60 rods of fire, which was like Makas. So we have 39 Makas. In Shemayim, you get 60 Makas. I am not sure as to why. So Amulei, they said back to him, If you actually didn't listen to HaKadosh Baruch at all, that would have been fine. And Rashi points out the reason is because at least you could have said that I had a reason to do that because I thought maybe HaKadosh Baruch would come down and decide I shouldn't do anything. But Iyavad, once you did this, why didn't you do your shlichas exactly the way HaKadosh Baruch told you, which was to take the coals in your hands by yourself? Now that you did it, do you not hold of the member that we know, which says that a person should not be the one to tell bad tidings, therefore you shouldn't come back to HaKadosh Baruch to tell us that we destroyed Eretz Yisrael and destroyed Yishlaim. So at that moment, I they brought Davil, who was the Tsar of the Persians, and they put him in its place of Gabriel, Vishimish, and he was actually Mishamis Esam Echadayim for 21 days. And because he served for 21 days, that's why it says in Daniel that the Tsar, the angel, or the Malach of the Persian kingdom, he stood opposite me for 21 days. And then Michal, who was one of the Malachim, came to help me. Because I stayed there by myself, by the king of Persia. And then, they, because of that, they gave the Malchus of Persia 21 different kingdoms and also the port of Mashik. And Rashi explained that this port was a very wealthy port. It was considered the king's port because they used to bring a lot of pearls into that port. The Omar, the Malach of Persia said, HaKadosh Baruch should write him that he could take taxes from Klai Yisrael. Kosvalei, they wrote for him. And then this Malach once again asked, that you should write for me that I can even take taxes from the Rabbanim. Kosvalei, they wrote for him that he could take it. But at the time that they wanted to actually seal it, Omar Gavriel Machur 
Pagod. Then Gavriel got up and he defended Klai Yisrael from in back of the Pagod because he was thrown out from the curtain from in front of Akash Baruch Hu. at this point he says that how is it possible Akash Baruch Hu will let this Persian group and the king of Persia as well as the Malch of Persia take advantage of Klai Yisrael as well as the Talmud Chachamim, if not only the Talmud Chachamim have schusim, but even their wives have schusim. As the Pasuk says in Tilim, Shav Lachem Ashkim Ekom, Me'achrei Shavas, Oichli Lechem Hatzavim, Kenitin Lididei Sheina. And it says over there that even the women of the Talmud Chachamim, they don't sleep at night because they're waiting for the husbands to come home from learning. So the Gemara says, My Kenitin Lididei Sheina, Ami Bizachok Eil Neshirsim Shal Talmud Chachamim, this is referring to the wives of Talmud Chachamim, Shem Menadei Sheina Be'olam Azeh, that they hold back from sleeping in this world, with the Zeichle Yisrael Ba, and therefore the Zeichle Yisrael Ba. But the Gemara continues and says, But even so, that Gavriel made this defense of Klai Yisrael and Talmud Chum specifically, that they still didn't listen to them. So at this point, Gavriel continued and said, He said in front of Baruch If you would have all the Chachmi Umusayim on one side of the scale, and Daniel, that's considered the Ish, that's Tar, is on the other side of the scale, Won't he outweigh them? Who's this Malach that's actually saying this chus on my children? This is Gavriel. Let him come back into the Pagod. And that's what Gavriel meant when he told Daniel that I was able to get back into the Mechitz of HaKadosh Baruch Hu because I spoke about the Shvach and Yoz Chusim and that's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu said Amulhu, Leil, they should come back in. Ailu, and they brought Gavriel back into the Pagod. Also, Ashkel Abiel. So now Gavriel came in and he found Abiel. And he was holding this scroll in his hand and this letter in his hand that said he could take taxes from Klai Yisrael and from Tamid Chalim. So now Gavriel wanted to take it from him. Bala said in, he swallowed it. It could only others say, Mikhtab Havaksiva was only written at that point. Mikhtab Lai Vachasma, but it was actually not sealed at that point. It could only others say, Af Mikhtab Nami Havachasma, it was actually sealed at that point. And therefore, Katabal, Machlemine, and when he went and swallowed it, so then it was actually erased from it, and therefore, Hailed Machusta Paris. That's why in the Persian Empire, it could Yav Kagan, the Sun Tamid Chum, they actually have to give taxes. They could Loyav Kagan, the Sun Tamid Chum, they don't have to give any taxes. And then Gavriel told Daniel, Bani Yaitzif, he needs Sayyav and Bart, it will come a time that I won't have any more Shlita and I won't be able to protect Klaiso and the Sar of Greek will come in and Va'avayavay that Gavriel said that that's going to be a terrible time for Klaiso and there was no one that listened to me because even though by Persia I was able to get some relief for Klaiso but as to the Malchus of Yavan I was not Matzliach at all and the Gemara continues if you want I could tell you that the way we understand that Rechitz is considered an Inu and therefore it's Asa on Yom Kippur we learned before from the Pasuk that says in Daniel Vesachli Sachli However, Zakta Agamara, Rechitza, the Ikri Inoi Menolan. How do we know that Rechitza is called an Inoi? Mehacha from this Pasuk, the Chsiv, as it says in the Pasuk in Malachim, Benegeh Shlaim Amelch, when he killed his brother Adonio because he was Mary Bemachas and wanted to be the king, even though David Amelch left the actual kingdom to Shlaimer, even though Shlaimer was actually younger than Adonio. Now, there's a person named Avyasa Kain. Avyasa Kain actually was someone that was very close to David Amelch, but when it came down to this question as far as who should be king, he took Adonio's side and therefore he was also very mamachas, and the pasuk says of Yasser Kain Amamelch that Shlomo Amamelch told of Yasser Anasis Lech run to Anasis Al Sadecha to your field Ki Ishma Vizata because you're really someone that should be put to death Ovi Yomazel Loy Misecha Ki Nesasa Sarein Hashem Alkim Ofli Dabar Avi. However, I won't kill you today because you were the one that carried the honor of Hashem in front of David when David was running away from Avshalom Vichiasenisa Bechalashes Sane Avi, and also because you had Inui the same way my father did, and you were very close to my father David. David, and says David when he reached Machanaim, and three people brought them food and all types of drinks, and they let them rest over there. And it says Ki Amru because they said Amra 
Bav, the nation is actually very hungry, Ba'ayif, and they're tired, Vitzami Bamidba, and they're very thirsty in the desert. And we know Rav Milechem, Rav means from bread that they didn't have food, Vitzami Mimayim, and didn't have water, and Ayif Mimayim, what were they tired from? The Gemara says, Lab Merchit, it must be they were tired because they didn't wash themselves. And when Shloyme told Vyasa Akayin that you were his Nisa Bechashesane Avi, that you actually had Inoi, it must be because he didn't do Rechitza. You see, see Rechitza is one of the things that's considered Inoi. The Gemara is, Vidilma Minulis Asandal, maybe what it means over here, they were tired, was because they weren't wearing shoes. I know that the word Ayif means that they were actually tired because they didn't wash themselves because the Pasuk says, Mayim Karam Al Nafesh Yafa, that if you pour cold water on a Nefesh that's very tired, so you see the Lashem Ayif has to do with Rechitza. Zakhmar Vidilma Mishtiya, maybe this Pasuk means that a tired person had cold water to drink. But the Gemara answers, Miksib Benefesh Yafa, it doesn't say that they took the cold water and placed it in the soul that was tired. Al Nefesh Yafa, it says that it was placed on the person that was tired, and therefore you see that was referring to Rechitza. Zakhmar Nil Sasadam and how do you know Nilus Asadel is also called the Inoid Chsev? It says, V'david Oyle b'mayla azesim, Oyle u'boycha, v'roish loy chafoy, v'hu hoyloch yachav. And he was also going beer. So after Gemara, Yachav b'may, what does it mean that he was going beer? Lab b'nilus Asadel, it must be that he was going barefoot without any shoes. So after Gemara, v'dil m'sursim rakta, maybe it just means that he was going beer, that he didn't have his horse, and he didn't have his whip. Hello, Rav Nachba Yitzhak, Rav Nachba Yitzhak tells us that the word Yachav for sure means that you're not having shoes on your feet, because mehachav on this Go and take off and open up the sack that's on your loins, and take off your shoes from your feet. Uksivin says in the positive, and he did so, and he went and he was naked and he wasn't wearing any shoes. So the Gemara says, must be they took off his shoes. But the Gemara is, how do you know that he actually took off his shoes? Maybe it means that he just had shoes that were ripped and that were not full shoes. We don't say that it was actually something that he was wearing a little bit, because Aram, when it says in the positive, he was going and he was naked. You think it means Mamish that he didn't wear any clothing? Ella, Bibagadim, Luyim. It just means they was wearing sackcloth and they were ripped up clothing. Hakanami here also, Bibagadim, And maybe it doesn't mean it was Yachaf and he was actually someone that wasn't wearing shoes at all. He was just wearing shoes that were beer and that weren't good shoes. So Ella and Rabnach Yitzchak. So Rabnach Yitzchak says, I'll bring you right that the word Yachaf means from the Ilsat Sandal Mehach, from a passage that says Benigay Yermia. And Yermia was coming to tell the Kayisrael to be Chayzeb Tshuva and to do Tshuva because if you don't, you're to go to Gaulus, and he says, By doing tshuva, you'll hold back that your feet will not be barefoot, and your throats will not be parched, and you won't be thirsty. And the Gemara explains, Hold yourself back from doing chatayim, because if you don't do so, then you're going to go to Gaulus. And when you go to Gaulus, you will be barefoot. And don't say anything because if you go to Gaulus, then your throat will be parched, you won't have any drinks. And therefore, you see a raya that the word yachat means to go completely barefoot because when a gay goes, when a person goes to Golas, they go without any shoes. And the Gemara continues, Tashamita Ikri Inui Minolan. How do you know that the Maniya from Tashamita holding back from Tashamita is considered Inui and that's why it's us on Yom Kippur? The Chesiv, as it says in the Pasuk, when the love and speaking to Yaakov, when they were departing from each other, and he says, If you pay my daughter, referring to Rachel and Leah, and if you'll take other wives on top of my daughters, who are your current wives? And we turn to Ayn Zayin if you paint them meaning that you have a minia from Tashmish, as Rash says, to hold back and not have beer with them. And he also made Yaakov swear, if you'll take other women, meaning mitzaris, they'll take other women and otherwise causing them to have tzaris. But the Gemara is, maybe the Pasuk is actually saying one thing, and one was saying, if you'll pay my daughters, and how is that? Because you'll take other women on top of them. On that, the Gemara says, 
Siv Imtekach, does the Pasik say Imtaanis Benesai, Imtikach Nashama Benesai, which is Mashman explanation, the Imtikach Siv, it says the Im, meaning that there are two different points. Imtaanis Benesai is one point, which is Inu from Tashmish, from withholding Tashmish, and then there's a second thing by taking it Tsara, Zakimara, the Aimo Idivid Mitsaris, Khalid Tsaris, the Dev Khalid Tsaris, the Aslam Abma, maybe Lovin was saying that you shouldn't take Tsaris, referring to Bil and Zilpa, that you can't take them as you regular wise, they have to take it, stay as Shvachas, and that's Imtaanis Benesai, by taking Bil and Zilpa as your tsaris to them and make them regular wives. And then there's a second thing if you're going to take other women, me'alma, meaning new wives that you didn't have before. And those are the two things that Lovin was telling Yaakov. And the Gemara says that Dumya de Imtikach actually makes sense that both of them would be talking about a similar thing. On that, the Gemara says, Miksib Imtikach Imtano, Imtano Imtikach when you're telling someone something, you're always going to say the worst thing first and then the small thing. So really, if you're telling them not to take tsaris me'alma, it should say that first and it should have said, Imtikach, if you're going to take wives from the world and bring new wives into your marriage that you shouldn't do and not only shouldn't you do that even the wives that you have right now which are Bill and Zilpa you shouldn't make them regular wives that will, they will be tsaris together with Rachel Leah and by the fact that it said Im Ta'ana first and then Im Tikach afterwards it would be Muchach that Im Ta'ana is going by Minias HaTashvish and holding back Tashvish from them and then Im Tikach is saying if you're going to take new wives on top of them the Gemara continues on the Rapapla Baya the Chayi Rapapla says to Baya how do you say that actually holding back from Tashvish that's considered Inui we find that the Tashmish itself is called the Inu the Pasuk referring to the case where Dina was taken by Shechem ben Kamar it said he slept with her and he pained her so you see that Tashmish itself could be called Inui so Amalei Abayi responded back to her papa and says Inu was also referring to a situation where Dina actually wanted beer and she was misavaloi, but he held her back which means at the beginning he slept with her and then for the remaining days that she stayed in his house he wasn't having beer with her and that's what it means now. so you see that the Lashon Inui always refers to a case of holding back Tashmish and the Gemara continued to turn on but we learned a person now to wash even part of his body just like he now to wash the entire body however if you already had dirt on you or you had excrement on you then you could wash yourself in a regular way and you don't have to worry there's no problem of Inui because the only is only a Rechitza of Tainig and this is not a rechitz of tainig. The Gemara continues. You now smear yourself and rub yourself with oils. Not only the entire body, but you, even a part of your body. If a person's sick, or if he has some sort of scab on his head, and therefore it's bothering him, again, you could do sicha, and there's no problem. Again, it's not a sicha that's coming for tainig, and it's coming only for a fuah. Whole question over here is that for a You now do either ayin says, We will learn like Rashi over here that we were referring to a woman that didn't do negavas in the morning because you now do negavas in the morning because you now do rechitza. However, a woman that wants to feed a child bread on Yom Kippur, you could go and wash one of your hands and then go feed that child. And there's no problem with rechitza, you're not doing for tining. That they said a story about Shammai and he didn't want to feed a child even with one hand because he didn't want to wash his hand on Yom Kippur. The Gazel of the name made it that he had to feed the child with two hands and this way he had to wash both of his hands. My time, what's the reason you have to wash your hands? Because there's a shade called Shifta and as Rashi says, there's a Ruach Ruah that will go onto the bread that is touched by hands that will not wash the Tils Yadayim in the morning that you didn't do Negevasa. Now Rabbi Yom actually argues in Rashi and says of course you could do Negevasa on Yom Kippur. Everyone could do that because otherwise there's a problem that you'll go and touch your 
eyes, you touch your body, and of course that can't be done if you didn't do Nagavasa. And as Taisa says, the Inlacham Luchal Batitya Yasim is actually not only Shakushina Shai legal pibilhaitma, Ula Azul Inov, like we've learned in Masekh the Shabbos, and that shade is called the Bas Melech. And Rabbi Tam says that Agamar which is discussing shift and discussing washing your hands before giving pasta tinag is because any child that's four or five years old that you give pasta and you don't wash your hands, it will have a potential that this shade will come and choke the child. And therefore, Taisa says, even if you wash Negevast in the morning, you have to wash your hands before you go and give food to a child that's four or five years old. And Taisa points out, why are we nizer from this nowadays? Just like we know that we're not careful on Gilui and Zugais nowadays. And the Gemara continues to turn around and we learned, if you're on Kippur and you want to go visit your father or, or your Rebbe or someone that's Godwin Menu, you're allowed to travel even on Yom Kippur through a body of water, even up to your neck, and there's no problem with Rechitza. Sakimar Ibailu, Harab Itzel Mai. What about a Rebbe going to visit his Talmud? Tashmad, Amrabitzel Babachana, Anachaziz Liziri, I saw that Ziri, the Azal Gab Rabchiba Ashi, that he went to Rabchiba Ashi, Talmide, who was his Talmud, and therefore you see that Rebbe could go to his Talmud as well on Yom Kippur. However, Rabashi on Rabashi says, this is not a riot because of who? Rabchiba Ashi, who does the that actually the story was over there exactly the opposite. Rabbi Ba'ashi went to Ziri, who was his rabbi. The market is Rabbi Sharon Rabbi was mad at his people to his place called Avayimina, to go over and go through water in order to guard their prayers on Yom Kippur. And there was no problem of Rechitza. I'll bring you a riot from a Brisa, showing repairs, which is exactly the same point. Rabbi Yesu was mad at the people in Beit Havel and never to go through a bottle of water, to come to a shear on Yom Kippur. However, to go back home, they were not matter. So I'm going to buy a said If you don't let them go back home, they're not going to come to the shear in the future. He actually was matter them to go, he was matter them to come back home. So I'm going to buy a said, it makes sense you're letting them go because they're going to a shear. What's the reason that they could go back home? There's no purpose, and therefore you shouldn't let them go into the water. On that, the Gemara answers, either way, it comes out the same point, that to go or to come back home, you're allowed to go through body water on Yom Kippur. Others learned that was Nahar Pras. So Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Shmuel Bar Yehuda were actually on the side of the Euphrates River, and it was at the point where it was near this place called Chatzad, and Ramin Bar Papa was on the other side. So and he raised his voice, and he asked them, could I come to the other side and walk through the water to ask you a Shailah and it was on Yom Kippur. Amalei Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda responded to him and said, Rabbi Shmuel, Dharma Tavayi, Rabbi Shmuel both said, Oivah, you could come through the water, however, make sure, don't lift up the hem of your garment and bring it above your shoulder because then it will look like you actually have it folded on your shoulder and we know that you're not going to carry like that on Shabbos or on Yom Kippur. However, if you're going to leave your hem down, there was no problem to walk through the water. The Gemara says, Ikadami, others say, Amalei Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yehuda, Tanina, we learned to the bride, the same exact point. We just said in the Gemara that a person on Yom Kippur, even though it is generally an Isra Chitza, you let it actually walk through water for different purposes, either to watch your prayers or to come to share, etc. And we said you let it even go, even up to your neck in water. So you're telling me that even let it go into this on Yom Kippur, but even during the weekday, you're not allowed to go into a body of water that's up to your neck because it's dangerous. As Vaksiv, it says in the Passover, and it says over there that he saw the Malach showed him a stream that was coming
coming out of the Kaddish Kedoshim, and it got larger and larger and deeper and deeper as it went further. So it says, that Malach showed him that he measured a thousand Amis, and then he took me into the water, and at that point, it was up to my ankles. And we learned, Mikan, from here we see, that a person allowed to walk through water that's only up to his ankles. And then the puzzle says, and then he got a thousand Amis further, and the water already reached up to Yechaskel's knees, Mikan. From here we see, Shemut Lava, Ad Bekaim, you're allowed to walk into water that's up to your knees. And then the puzzle says, and then the Malach measured another thousand Amis, and then the water was up to Yechaskel's waist. And therefore we learn, Mikan, Shemut Lava, Ad Bekaim, you're allowed to walk in water that's up to your waist. However, Mikan Ve'elch, anything that's above your waist, since it's too dangerous, therefore you're not allowed to walk there, as the puzzle says, by Yomer Elch, Nachal Lava. He measured another thousand Amis, and the stream was so deep that I couldn't even pass through it. So Amabai Abai explains there's a difference between the Pesukim over there and what we're talking about over here. Because Shani Nachal over there, that Nachal that came out of the Kaddish Kedoshim, the, the water was so strong and the current was so strong, therefore it would sweep someone away if he went into the water that was over his waist. However, regularly, if you have a calm body of water, you can walk into that even if it's up to your neck. Now the Gemara continues and says, by Yecheskel, when it says you're not allowed to walk into water that's above your waist, that would be mashba only if you're walking. However, maybe if you want to swim it, you're allowed to do that. The Pasuk in Yechazakah says, Ki go So the Gemara says, May Mesachu. What does this mean? Shiyuta. It means even if you're swimming, Shekain, currently Shaita, Saicha. We call someone that's swimming a Saicha. And therefore, we see from the Pasuk that's not only when you're walking that it was too dangerous to walk this area where the water was over his waist, but even if you'd be swimming, you're still not allowed to go and swim in this type of water. The Gemara continues, Maybe you could pass through it through a small ship, like a fisherman's boat. Tamalim, the Pasuk says, Also, Yeshaya, Baltel, referring to the same body of water and it said you can't go in it even with Anishayat and we'll refer to that as a fisherman's boat maybe you could go to large Svina therefore the Pasuk also says again in Yishaya even a great ship cannot pierce by these waters my mashba how do you see that these words mean a small fisherman's boat and a large ship just like Rabbi Yasef who was a Bucky and Tagum because he was a Sagi Noah and therefore he couldn't learn Tayyash Shabbat and he only learned Tayyash Shabbat and he was Metagram, the Pasuk that says, that the water was so dangerous that he can't even go through it, even with a fisherman's boat. And then, that you can't go in, even with a large ship. And even the Malachavmavis can't go into this river. That even the person that's called a Shayat can't go into this river. And says in Eev, and it's referring to over there that the Hashem asked the Satan, where you're coming from, and the Satan responded to Hashem, and he said, I'm coming from floating through the world, and therefore we see that the Satan is called someone that's shite, and therefore we see that the Pasuk is telling us that even the Satan that's called someone that's floating through the world, he also can't go through this river, and we will stop over here.